Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Standing Two podcast with your host, the one and only TP. Joining me, of course, the other host, DB and Malcolm Monster, man. Y'all show some love. How it going to y'all? How it going? What's good? What's good? As always, if you're not following us already, go ahead, hit up the socials, hit us up on Instagram and TikTok at SIT Podcast, Twitter, SIT Podcast One. So we really finna just hop straight into it. Straight to uh, it. So what's good with y'all? What's, what's going on? Man, what's happening down in Baltimore, bro? Yeah, so before we hopped in the call, was this video we saw on Twitter. A dude walked in a little corner store or whatever, and uh, dude was chatting, and, you know, n- nothing was really getting blown out of proportion for real, but uh, it was talks about drugs and uh, robbery, yada, 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 et cetera. But by the end of the video, one of the dudes ended up pulling a gun out, shooting out the dude. Escalated out of nowhere, by the way. So it's like, well, we, man, we just need to stop it, yo. This black on black crime. I mean, everyone knows stuff is going to happen, but at the end of the day, yo, like, it's the escalation with the stuff where it's like, why are we resorting to that? Why are we always resorting to that type of violence? You feel me? Like, it's not even hands first and then, oh, and then someone pull out a strap. It's just, oh, that's automatic nowadays. No, yeah, that situation was completely avoidable. There was no reason for that to even have gotten there for real. I mean, it was as simple as mind your business, do what you got to do and get out of there. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's always like that. It's always over something stupid, though. It ain't never done that not really. Serious. I mean, nothing in life is really ever that serious to pull a gun on somebody, shoot them. But I mean, we always do that as a as a people, as black people, we always do that. Resort to guns, all that gun violence. People talk about police brutality, all that, but you know, that's a big issue, yeah, but still, like, we're killing our own people. Starts with us, yeah, that's right. If, if they see we doing it, why are they not going to do it? You know what I mean? I mean, it don't make it right, obviously, but it's like, we can't play both sides, or you can't be victim on one side, and then you doing the other thing on the other side. That's hip, hip, was it hypocrisy. Like, you can't do that. I mean, it's also where the stereotypes come from. Is all they think we're gangsters. We think we're all gangsters. And we all shoot people. Like, but we don't shoot the cops. We shoot each other, obviously. If you look at the math. You look at the statistics. Black people shoot black people. They don't yeah. shoot other. They shoot black people. And I was just, that's a whole deeper issue. We all stuck in the same neighborhood, stuck together, in poverty, all that. And yeah, it's yeah. a whole bigger thing. Got remember, you some poverty. Yeah, that's, that's another conversation. But you're right, though, with the stereotypes. Because it's like, I don't, like stereotypes is weird because it's like sometimes people will group stereotypes like with somebody's culture and obviously shooting each other is not culture that's just like that thug stuff it's not really culture it's just like that's just what it is but at the end of the day it's like when they just label it as stereotypes and we I don't want to say continue to do that stuff but lack of a better term yeah continue to do that stuff and just keep putting it in the world's faces I mean what what else do you expect people to think because it's like you're not going to know everybody on a one-on-one deep, deep basis at the end of the day. Like, stereotypes, they play a part in life, and you got to use them. Everybody uses them, because you can't you can't judge nobody. You can't interact with nobody unless you have those preconceived notions. 
So it's like it's a good and a bad thing if y'all like y'all feel me understand where I'm coming no, from. Like, yeah, I mean it's also like the circle. I mean not to get into something bigger, but it's the circle of like poverty and then like black families and not having a full black family and having a father figure. Yeah, it's all a bunch of deeper root, deep rooted things. Is. Like it, it is. Feels like, it is. That's why to me, like the idea of a black family is so strong because we don't have that many like black families to look up to and uh even just out there in general, like having a black father and a black mother is very important. Yeah. For, keep going. But like even just like father figures. I don't in the video, we don't know if dudes had like fathers around, but usually black men don't have like father figures to look up to, so they don't know what to go off of. So they go yep. off of gangsters around them and just get into that environment, the poverty. Product of the environment. Yeah, got up caught up in the environment, get, get into that gangster, get into the stereotypes. You just turn into a stereotype. It's really what it is. And it's just like, it's a circle. It's this constant circle that we're stuck in as a people. It's just, yeah, that's a whole other thing. That's, I'll get off that topic, man. My bad. It's, it's <laughs> and I, I feel you. It's, it's that whole development stage as a young, like those young boy ages or like those adolescent ages, like, that's where you are shaped like to become like which that's the foundation is like what you're gonna become and like you were saying like they don't got that foundation they don't got that support during those development periods in their life and that's why like you said we just stuck in this circle not everybody not everybody obviously but like generally as a people yeah and like also like black mothers are obviously very very important but mm-hmm. I feel like black fathers also get overlooked a lot because they're also crucially important. Because you like that's what as a man, as growing up as a black man and not having a father figure, like it's like you don't know what to go off of. But seeing that and seeing how your father can interact with other people and how he move goes goes throughout life, that's what you go off of to like I don't know, be a black man in society. So it's yeah, just, oh, it's this no, whole thing. No, that's true because like women can do a lot of things, but a woman cannot necessarily teach a boy how to be a man in the mm. same way that a father can teach his son how to be a man because mm. she she just doesn't have that experience. She didn't have to be a man. And even in the same thing, she can teach him a lot of stuff that she's seen and experienced and done and, and like mm. guide him to what she wants him to be. But you as a, as a little boy is going to look and see like okay you already know okay mother father so it's a two-part thing and so you're gonna look at your mother you're gonna listen to her guidance you're gonna see that you're gonna still try to find that father guidance somewhere else and it might not be a father so like you say it results to uh looking at the streets games and, and it's crazy though because i saw something else on um i think it was instagram where it was talking about like the ogs don't even exist no more like it ain't no more ogs mm. The, the quote unquote OGs waiting for the young bulls to mess up. And so that they are like, it's like everybody competing with each other for whatever reason when it's really yeah. enough for everybody to get some. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, that's again, that's like going off. It's no disrespect to black mothers, but I just know too many black, I have too many black friends that don't have fathers around. And you don't see that in other cultures as much. Like, I don't see it with white people or with. Any Asians, any other culture, I don't see that as much as any in any other culture. Maybe it's because of my environment I'm in, but still, it's just like, no, you don't see it as much. Yeah, right. that's that's yeah. We got a lot of problems in the black community that we need to solve ourselves, but you know, we we working on it. We working on it. What's the, what's the steps to solve them though? Because everybody say, okay, we like everybody know we got problems, but how many people actively 
moving to do something about it and if they are like how is that stuff being known how is that being put out like what resources are there how can you spread that to everybody else you know what I mean well that's the thing dude uh we we need to come together as a people and obviously there's like America and just the world is separated by class systems or whatever and it starts with the like the it starts with the wealthy black people we're gonna keep it a buck like nobody just gonna listen to like us or random dudes like on a daily basis. It first starts with to me the wealthy wealthy black people coming together, and they gotta stop competing with each other. Like people in the music industry who's beefing, black successful black people, people in the athletic industry who beefing. I'm not saying like you're not gonna have beef with people, but it's like at a point to come together for the betterment of the community. Um, Y'all got to put together, put aside some things and come together how you can make it a better place. And I'm not saying people aren't doing stuff because um, like one is like the NBA. I know like uh, Brian, Wade, CP3, Mel, like they always, they doing active black stuff all the time for a community. Um, there's other, uh, you know, rappers, artists, singers and all that. But I just think we need a bigger, they need to widen their group for lack of a better word and come together as a larger group. And then I think it will trickle down to uh, states, communities, inner cities and all that. And because at the end of the day, a lot of young boys, they look up to these wealthy black people. Like, you feel me? Like, yeah. this is this is who they want to be. So they need to see them come together and be proactive, not just active. You got to be proactive, you feel me? Yeah. Like you got you to do it before it keep getting worse, before it keep popping off. Um, so to answer your question, TP, that's 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 how I see it starting. And like I said, I'm not saying nobody's working to make change because there is like we had a black president for the first time back in the, like in 2008. Um, so it's like we're making advances, but I just think there needs to be a larger group coming together, and as a people, we need to do better. Yeah, and uh, I mean, my answer would be like, well, I mean, I think it starts with the black black family in general like starts with real young black families mm. and even like going off you're like your mom and your dad is what you like see as a relationship so that's what you want to strive for and go go towards if you just got a mom so you don't really know how to like treat a woman all that like you don't you don't see that every day that's what kids go off of when we're looking for relationships so that's why we also have strange relationships and all that other stuff but yeah i mean it just starts with the black family and i don't know it's I I got a question for you going off what you just said, or for both of y'all, technically. Um, What's up? Y'all heard of the debate, nature versus nurture, or nurture. Nurture is, is your parents, um, and like, though, and you're like, uh, was it? Damn, I'm tripping my back up. No, I, um, I, I know what you mean. But y'all know that y'all know the debate is like one's the environment and one's like your genetics and like your biological and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I just want to like, which one y'all think? Um, like we were just talking about that product of environment. So like, which one do y'all think has a better impact on that developmental and like that that progression to be to be what a successful black um, person should be? I mean, uh, overall, I mean, I feel like it's proven to be nature. Like you just what your environment, what you're around, is evidently going to um, lead to what you become. You can nurture so much. You can only nurture so much. I'm like, we, I feel like we've gotten so far as a people 
from nurturing, and it's obviously it works. It's some diamonds in the rough that's happened. If you need, even looking at LeBron, like he's his only has his mom. Looking at him, he's like the prime example of that. But I'm saying it only goes so far. If we're Hold trying up. to go ahead. Well, yeah, think about it. Your environment would be included in nurture. The nurture part is going to be all your external factors. And then your nature Nature's part like human is going to be like all types of literally okay. the genetic right. inheritance and biological factors. So even with the LeBron case, you could argue that nature through his genetics and uh, biological factors helped along the way to get to where he's at. Because obviously, like, you're a freak. Yeah. yeah, like, bro's what, six, seven? 230, 230, 240. 240, like that's you could you could try to nurture that all you want, you ain't getting it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's also I know people that <laughs> I know some people that are similar to that size and they just still in the hood doing. Yeah, 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 no, no doubt, no yeah. doubt, no yeah. doubt. So that's what I'm saying. Okay, so I just wanted so, to clear that up. The difference, real quick. Yeah. So in terms of, I guess sports is not the best, but mm-hmm. like in just of a growing up upbringing perspective, I guess I'll say. I just think that product of environment, like obviously your parents, well, your not even parents, your biological stuff, that has a factor. But I think a lot of it, yo, is just product of environment. You just see too many, you hear too many stories and you see too many people, you see too many friends or even old friends, like who you not in close with no more because of some something that happened because of your environment. You feel me? So it's like, yeah, to me, I feel like that environment, yo, it's, to me, it's really like a 70-30 type of thing. Like, I don't really don't think it's that, I don't want to say close, but that what really has that developmental impact on a person. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, would, I would agree to say it's majority uh, nurture because yeah. there's so many different ways that you will, like, capture and obtain different types of knowledge and experiences. Mm. Like, you're going to learn so much more from, your That's life right. experiences, different people, more than mm. you're going to learn from your parents. Like, mm. at the end of the day, you got two parents, and you might meet hundreds of thousands of people throughout your lifetime. So mm-hmm. it's so much out there that you're going to learn, and that's, like, it's going to shape you. It's, it's going to play its role on you, and it's going to determine how you look at stuff, how you act. And that starts with your parents, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it goes out, and that influence stretches way past just your parents and so i don't think that the genetic inheritance and biological factors play as much of a role in that part like i mean in sports yeah like biologically it matters if you can grow to be (laughs) seven feet tall like yeah like then it matters but everything else comes from that nurture aspect in my opinion i feel that yeah no i I feel like it's 100 percent nurture i will say 95 percent, just so i don't say 100 but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i feel like it's 100 nurture because i mean we all come out the same really think think of that so i'm like from there we're all the same starting point but from there mm-hmm. is the nurture everything from there is from nurture so it's everything you learn everything you get into is from nurture and i think that's that's the whole thing and that doesn't ever stop in life like until you're until you die you've always learned from people around you seeing different things and doing different things so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I also like well one so two point one to go off UCP social media play a big role in that obviously nowadays with those yeah. external factors and influences like growing up in the 60s 70s 80s like they not they got external factors obviously the product of their environments but also now like you were saying we got all these we got 
all these media outlets and all this other extra stuff out going in our world where we're seeing and we're getting all this information experiences earlier or maybe yeah maybe earlier or where it's really not needed in our lives that other people in previous generations maybe didn't get in that aspect um and yeah i mean i and with you db yeah i mean i agree with you it's just yeah that product bro it's, it's hard because like you said it only it only take really and it's easy to be assimilated like into a new um environment or culture like because everybody naturally humans want to like kind of fit in you don't yeah. nobody no human wants to be an outlier in a group no one wants to be that out group in group so so it's like a lot of people will when they go into a new environment or they're in an environment they'll be like oh like y'all were saying y'all be like oh so that's how you move that's what i'm supposed to do okay i like that he's successful blah 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 and it's just that all the time and it's just that trickle down effect and that's just one it could be good or it could be bad so it's like it's just two paths yeah, but I mean, I try to look at stuff in a positive light. You got to think, man, regardless of the circumstance, regardless of what happens, you have to put yourself in the mind state of, okay, at the end of the day, I'm in control of how a lot of this stuff goes. Some situations, you can't control every little thing. And in those situations, that's not one of those times where you sit there and you let whatever's going on beat you down. But life is... 10% what happens, 90% on how you respond to it. That's nuts. So yeah. wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Y'all hear that? Say that shit. Say that again for them, bro. Say that again. Life is 10% <laughs> of what happens and 90% of how you respond to it. And that's the quote for the day. That's the quote for the day. <laughs> <laughs> and that don't even go into just like the what, what we was talking about this first half of, but that goes with like anything. I know everybody, like. It's not a day that go by where I might ask somebody what, how they day going, what's going on, yada, yada, yada. And everybody want to focus on the negative. But I swear, if you just step back for a second and look at the positive that's going on, man, and focus on that instead, it will be so much better. And that's something that you can control. Like, yeah, I'm talking to this one guy. It's like, okay, if I get a flat tire, I can sit there and let that ruin the rest of my day. Like, dang, I started my day with a flat tire. For the rest of the day, I had a bad day. Or one, you can't control that. It didn't already happen. Get it fixed and go on about your day, bro. Like you can still have a good day after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. But I mean, that's in in general, like as a society, we don't want to focus on the positives. I don't know why. It's just you don't like we look we look over the positives all the time. I don't know. It's just I don't know why we do that, but it's we focus on the negative things. Yeah. See, even I'm gonna think of a personal example. Like I. Like it was one day, <laughs> my, my car got towed, and I could have been down bad. Like, oh man, this, that, and third. But I mean, I, all I did was just go in there and get like. But it's just simple things like that, like little things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, just like you said though, what you just said, like generally, um, like that's the problem. And I think, like, yeah, my bad, y'all. CCE. My bad. Go to next shit. I'm 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 bad, yo. No, nah, I, I was I was gonna say something else. <laughs> like he was <laughs> like, um, I'm badass. This was dead last week. I was out for a run. I found this park that's right up the street from the crib. I'm like, dang, let me go out to the park. I'm gonna run around. Beautiful, beautiful view. And I'm just running, and I'm sitting there bullshitting, yada yada yada. And I stopped for a minute and just it was this little little creek. 
And so I'm just sitting there kind of like enjoying the view, hopping around. And great day so far. And I go over there a little bit and I fall in the creek. And I just got up and I laughed at myself. I could have sat there and bitched about it. I could have let it ruin my day, stop what I was doing, yada, yada, yada. I got back up, got out, kept running. A few minutes later, rolled my ankle. I could have sat there and oh, oh, rolled my ankle in, feeling it. Why am I going to fold it on that? Ain't nothing I can do about it. It already happened. Yeah. I got up, shook it off, kept going about my day. Like, everybody like to, like you say, highlight the negative instead of looking at the positive and stuff, bro. Like, that go with anything, even with accomplishments. People love to point out when you mess something up. Like, they going to scream out your failure, and they barely going to talk about your accomplishment. It's crazy. Yeah, man, life's too short for all that. You could die tomorrow, like literally. literally. <laughs> nah, it's that short. Like, so I, what I, go ahead, sir. My bad. Um, what I was gonna say basically was all I was just saying, and that comes from the mindset because most of, a lot of people, not gonna say most, a lot of people have the mindset like that, expecting the worst, so they're not disappointed and they're trying to manipulate their mind kind of to be like, okay, when this negative happens, it's gonna be a positive because I'm already expecting it. You can't manipulate your mind, yo. That's not how it's gonna work. And I think that's why, that's a reason why, it's an example of what all y'all just said and why <clears throat> we always look at the negatives because we are, because a lot of people are already expecting the worst. Yeah. Dude's not even thinking about, oh, what positive outcome after this activity? What's the positive outcome going to be? I'm expecting the best. I can't wait to celebrate what's going to happen. But nah, let's expect the worst. And then when it happens, like you said, and now we just want to talk about the negative because we was already thinking about the negative. Like, it's like, like that's just that's the trickle down effect that's just gonna keep happening. No, I mean, yeah, go ahead. I mean, yeah, that's you going off the manipulate your mind thing. I mean, I feel like you can do that, but you gotta like do it in a certain way. Like manipulating, I feel like is a, a negative word to do it, like negative connotation word. Uh, but like you can do it in a way where it's like you don't have to. Man, that's all my train of thought. Um, <laughs> no, I know what you mean though by that. Manip- yeah oh, okay a- i got you that's like put it in perspective like put in certain things in perspective like even if you don't get that job or don't do something or something doesn't happen for you in life like you just gotta put it in perspective where it's like life isn't over like you still keep it pushing you just it gotta be look so much worse exactly like just put it perspective is a big thing that people don't i feel like take for granted yep and that not everyone thinks the same perspective and not everyone thinks the same not everyone's seeing things from the same point of view and that's important for both sides like yeah as the listener and as the person who's like doing it speaking of mindsets and how everybody thinking how y'all mental is where y'all at right now fantastic like um, no no bullshit like i've i mean i was down bad the past couple of years just because you know things life but i yeah. mean right now it's probably the best I've, best has been in a, in a minute i'm chilling i love that for you brother thank you man how about you Mel? i've been good yo I've been chilling. I got time on my hands right now. Like DB just said, hey, on those last four years at the point, man, that's <laughs> that's living hell. Like y'all, y'all gonna hear this podcast and think we over exaggerated. Nah, that's living hell. And I learned a lot there though, but it's like, man, I'm glad where I'm at now. Like I got control of my life as of right now. Um, and I'm just doing me, just improving, make sure those people around me is good and everything like that. So I'm good, bro. How you big? How you big, bro? Are you CP? <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I be, 
I'm I'm straight. Like I can't complain because like at the end of the day, I was just talking about I'm gonna look at the positives and everything. I just feel stuck right now, man. I can't really put my tongue on what it is that that's got me feeling this way. But I'm just I, I feel I, stuck. I, so what you mean? Like stuck in the loop? Like what you mean stuck like this? No, nah, I mean I kind of I felt that way like at at the point. I I kind of feel what you mean. Go ahead. Sorry. It's it's a little bit of everything, even including like being stuck in the loop. Like I'm kind of up doing the same thing every mm. day. Like yeah. I'm trying to break that cycle because that's that's not the type of person I am. I, I'm I'm really sporadic. I like doing whatever, whenever, when I feel like doing it. Type. So I'm trying to break through that. And I don't know, man. It's just like everything in life right now feel real stagnant. So I'm trying to break through that and really just have some type of growth. I, I like continued growth. And I think the problem is that I'm not necessarily seeing it right now happen in front of me. And that might be what it is that's got me feeling stuck. Cause I could still be progressing just fine and just not seeing them results. And that got me feeling some type of way. But I don't know, man. I'm working every day to get 1% better, man. I mean, yeah. yes, you also got to realize this is a transition period. So it's like stuff is going to feel kind of stagnant. Like you got, you still have a lot going on with you, especially like in the, even the next couple of months, you still got a lot going on. Yeah. You also got to realize where you came from. Like in the past, what, five months, it's been a lot going on. Like this is, True. it might feel stagnant now just because we've been doing so much. That's even, true. even over the summer, we've done so much. So it's like, you might feel, st- I like, I, cause I felt the same way. I felt like, like I felt like life slowed down for me. Was, we was on like, the go so much. Yeah. Exactly. Like my sister put it in perspective for me she was like like how do you feel i'm like i feel like i'm kind of like stuck like everything slowed down she's like you've just been doing so much for the past couple years of your life like with football even this summer traveling all doing all that yeah that's like, you true. just finally had time to sit down and think like you, you, this is a good thing like so you can just it chill was, yeah stop thinking so much type that's what my sister it said was, it was like so like you're a spontaneous sporadic person it's like that's your body but at the same time when you was at west point you was always doing something so it kind of went hand in hand kind of if yeah. like you feel me because you was all because that ain't we always going over there you already know how that is from six in the morning to midnight so it's so that's just all it is and like db said like we slowed down now so we're like oh dang we got free time we got even though like even though you got a routine and stuff it's like oh dang i'm not doing all that other stuff and now i gotta find you just gotta find that medium and balance again yeah. But in your in your own way without West Point now, because that was structured. You feel me? So now it's just it's like you. Yeah. It's also not a bad thing to just be have free time and like just be chilling. Sometimes it's not a bad thing. Especially yeah, I mean, be, go ahead. I'm saying like I'm fine with the free time. I be chilling. Like I find ways to use my free time like how I want to, which is cool. But it's still just like I don't know, like but it factor of everything just feel like it's missing like i i didn't picked up a couple different hobbies and everything and that's what i do with my free time where i i've even uh i'll sit back i'll go sit in a little den area we got a little spot where the sun come through real good i'll sit there and journal or just like chill like i'm fine with having the free time it's still something else that just i'm missing so i don't know yeah no i feel you because i feel like you as a person that always just trying to do something yeah that like whether you just i don't know just trying to go out there and do something but yeah no i don't know i feel you feel missing peace you're not complete yet yeah i i i I know what you mean i got there's a missing piece to me too but i ain't gonna get into that right now now what's the movies looking like the music music yeah music bro 
Baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, little baby the goat has returned. Of course. Go ahead, ZP. I know you got a lot to talk about. Go ahead, bro. No, the first thing I wanted to say was <laughs> them Georgia boys. Man, I know there's one shorty, man. She just got to send in my man's uh, little baby lyrics out of nowhere. That just <laughs> that's the first thing that popped up in my mind. He didn't really catch on to it, but he showed me and was just like, "Hey, bro, this girl tweaking." And then as soon as I read it, I'm like, "Hey, bro, them lyrics from the new album, bro. She she sitting here bullshit." Oh no. She playing. No, nah, that, that shit was funny though. But no, nah, man, the album is smooth. Like, I ain't really been how everybody was hating when you dropped the singles. Like, oh, he just fell off. Yada, 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 yada. But as soon as man dropped the album, oh man, he had a scared with it. Yo, 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 this album hard. Blah, 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 blah. No, you could have just, just kept that to yourself though. If you ain't like it, cool. Yeah. Like, that's like, one, I, yeah. No, you good. You good. I'm just saying that's like we were saying though. They gonna they gonna scream out quote unquote failures, whatever they don't like. They gonna highlight that negative. But when it comes to the positive, I mean that's also rooted in like people want to be the first to say something. Like, that's yo, exactly what it is. <laughs> sit down and listen to it. <laughs> Even if it isn't good, like just give it time. Like you can have your own opinion and just but don't like. I don't know. We always be want to be the first to say something like, "Oh, this trash. This is this bad, bro." It just came out. Like, what? Give it some time. Like, you tripping. It's music. They do it for clicks, bro. Yeah, like, you know, but you right. Social media yeah. got people so messed up these days, but and do it messing with their minds. What but... what's <clears throat> what songs y'all banging with off the album though, man? He twenty three song. Man, that's a banger for sure. Waterfall flow, all, bro. Yeah, real I skill. mean, first of all, the first song, man, <laughs> real school hard. I mean, uh, perfect time and never hating with thug, man, uh, pop crazy. out forever, pop out, yeah, danger back and forth. If you want to be not... for real, it was no skip. If we, yeah. don't, if we want to put it out there, now nah, I'm skipping, uh, for real, sorry, uh, but back and forth, space <laughs> talk, <laughs> but the time by the good album, I ain't, I ain't skipped once, but. I mean, it is preference, but I mean, he ain't missed though. Like, no, at all. He ain't missed at all. Like, this is still a very good album, and people gonna be like, "Oh, it's not better than my turn." Stop comparing albums to previous. Yeah, like, come on, bro. Like, no. that was when? When did my turn drop? The beginning of 2020, 2019, bro. 2019, 2019. Yeah. yeah, late in 20. Like, come on, bro. That's three years ago. You want him to do the same? Like, come on. But then if he do do the same stuff, you're going to be like, oh, it's boring now. He on the same floor. Literally. It's also Fine. way different times, context. My turn dropped, and then the next month, COVID hit. We always exactly. We sat down and listened to it because we had to, bro. It was real yeah. different. It was, yeah, the whole thing is crazy. But, I mean, I thought it was a good album, yo. I rock with it. No, I bang. Wait, what y'all rating it out of 10? Good eight, solid eight. I'll give you that. I'll probably eight half nine. Yeah, it's up what's, there. I mean, I'm not what's skipping. A, what's a ten album to y'all? My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Kanye. Glad you brought crazy. this man up. <laughs> nah, don't do that. We gonna get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you brought him up. We gonna get into it. Uh, go ahead, Matt. What's the ten album? I don't. I mean, it's preference. I mean, y'all gonna hate me for mine, so I'm not gonna. Actually, you know, no, you know what I say. Um, which one? Hey, buddy. Nah, well, artist, yeah, to me, because I listen to that all the time. But Uzi vs. the World, the first one, 2016, he dropped it. I'm not skipping that with Canadian Goose. Canadian yeah, no, Goose that was crazy. That. 
Yeah, I'm not skipping that. I listen to that feed. Straight. That's reasonable. TB, what's the 10 for you, though, bro? Um, and album. Man, you're a real hard grader because. I really am, bro. I don't like to give out 10s. Whole, whole lot of red play with Cardi also a 10. Just like, oh, no. <laughs> Steve, Steve Lacey, Jimmy Wright's also a 10. I'm gonna start naming them all. TD, um, I know TD, I know Future got a 10 to you. Or Thug, one of them got a 10 to you. Yeah, Future. Full album. They one got they got had. some nines, nines to have. I don't like to give tens. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what really I'll sit there and put out a 10. Um an album you sit there and play through the whole way. I got a lot of them. They ain't tens though. That's not a 10. <laughs> That's not a 10 to you? I mean, because nah, for me, it's like, I can skip a lot of songs. Like, like, it always and hard it's not, I'll sit it's there and factor. listen to. My turn, I'll sit there and listen to. <clears throat> uh, Future Last Drum, I Never Liked You. I'll sit there and listen to that, no skip. Um, What else I'll sit there and listen to? High of Life, I go through that mm-hmm. every now and then, listen mm-hmm. to that straight through. Mm-hmm. Uh, Punk. My thug, I'll listen to that. Mm. It's interesting um, to see like what everyone's criteria is for like albums. Cause like for me, a 10 out of 10 album is an album with no skips. And like that's not that's really rare because I'm like some albums just like all right. Like this album, even this album has a skips to me. Like I just but yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's preference for everybody. Yeah, I think that's a factor, DB, what you said. It's it's a factor that like it has no skips. But that doesn't for me. It's not an automatic ten. That's that's like a minimum, like eight eight maybe. But it's still like this still like I guess yeah. just like number wise on how many uh, songs they got at production, like features, all that will play a part too. But you feel me? No, yeah. I get you. No, nah, you know what else I bang with for real? It just made me think of that wheel joint. <laughs> yeah, that's it for sure. No, please excuse me for being antisocial, Roddy. Mm, mm, for sure, that's, that's too bad because the other album was trash. No, no, no cap. The rest of that was boo boo, but he missed with that one. That was sixteen songs. Nah, that was I played that straight through. What's his first album too? That was a great. No, it wasn't his first album. Nah, it wasn't his first album, but it's the best one. A hundred percent. What was his, the newest one was like Live Fast something? That uh, was terrible. Something like that. <laughs> it was like Move Fast. That had all skips. Live Life Fast. That's what it was. Called. Yeah, all skips, cuz. That's why I, I would live fast right through that one. But did you want to talk about Kanye? Because I mean, we could. Um, I mean, everybody see what's going on, man. Kanye being Kanye, man. On that crazy stuff. I mean, we ain't got to sit here and give him the attention because he getting it from everywhere else. But <laughs> bro, if y'all don't know what's going about on, him, bro, what's up? We too broke to talk about Kanye, so we can just keep pushing. <laughs> 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 but yeah, man. Uh, let's see what else music. Then can I mean, Uzi dropped a, a song not so long ago. How y'all felt about that? I know, about tapped into it. <laughs> <laughs> Uzi straight, bro. I ain't gonna. I mean, yeah, I messed with it. I mean, after everything, he don't got to me. He don't got a poor album to me. He all his stuff. I listen to mostly all his stuff straight through. Yeah, there might be one or two, but I mean, Uzi, he always come out with stuff. Um, yeah, what was the? Uh, 
CC. What was the uh, mixtape he just dropped with Final Fantasy and all that on it? Red and White. Yeah, yeah, red and red and white, like that was hard, and he just dropped that. He just dropped it. So I feel like I messed with that so hard though, because he was dropping them songs while we was at Rolling Loud. I was banging with that crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. we was already in that mindset, like that yeah. easy current mindset. But man, yeah. Eternal Take, nah, he ain't crazy. Easy. No skips at all on the deluxe or the regular. Shit. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's also because COVID played a part in that. Y'all know that boy Kodak dropping them on too. Cutthroat. Them <laughs> <laughs> boys was in Cutthroat Records last night on IG Live. Could have had me rolling. Nah, he it's gonna be straight. His his should be straight. Kodak. The singles he been dropping been straight. Yeah, he produced. Uh, Kodak to me hit or miss. I don't know. It's just for me, he hit or miss sometimes. Yeah, he, everything he dropping ain't a banger now. His his is a preference too. Kodak's a rapper, versus Kodak's a lot of preference to me, because I ain't even like I wasn't on Kodak crazy in the beginning either. But I mean, yeah. he got he like you said, DB like he got bangers, he got hits like yeah, hundred percent. Like I'm not always just listening to his album straight through, but I'll listen to Kodak. It's like <laughs> speaking <laughs> of, y'all know who else was in that could have been that boy AB stopped through. <laughs> he put that shit, put that shit on. on. <laughs> <laughs> You tell him. Y'all waiting for the next AB drop? Man. Juice asked that boy when he coming back to the league, man. Yeah. <laughs> he never that boy said he's gonna start his own league. Just said, speaking of CTE, man. Man. <laughs> he got it back, y'all. Love for the kid though, man. But I mean, since we since we here, let's go ahead and get into these sports, man. For sure. What y'all want to go first? Y'all want y'all want to touch on this NFL with uh college football? I want to talk about them trash Lakers. <laughs> you trying to hot trade the basketball? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to hate. That's what I'm trying to do. Lakers is doo doo, but we knew that. Bet. Let's get to this. Uh, we get into um, basketball then. Yeah, a lot to talk about in the sports world today. No cap. Got a lot yeah. going on. A- NBA just started. Crazy weekend of college football. Crazy weekends coming up. NFL got a lot of exciting stuff going on. So, ain't finna take up the people time. We finna get straight into it, man. What's going on with them Lakers, man? <laughs> what your boy Brian got going on, Mel? Boo. Man, I mean, Brian gonna be Brian. Y'all know. Y'all know. Sure. I think Brian the second best ever behind MJ, but that ain't no disrespect, obviously. But, uh... Man, he gonna do his, but they just don't. AD, AD, I was impressed with last night. No cap, he played good off injury. Um, I hope he continues to be good, stay healthy, because I I think he he top seven, he top like eight players healthy when he could really play. So I, I he good, but Russ did all right. It's the turnovers with Russ. That's what it is. That's Russ's problem. Like his stats are obviously gonna be lowered because of who he playing with. But yo, he need to. It's the turnovers, yo. He can't be having four or five turnovers a game. That's not going to get them to where they want to be, especially with the West. You got this. <laughs> you got the Golden. You got Golden State, Memphis, Denver, um, Phoenix, the Clippers. Who else? The T Wolves got Gobert now. Anthony yeah. Edwards is coming up. The Pelicans, Zion's back. Yo, the West ain't no joke. At all. And they they gonna have to get ready. And then obviously they don't they don't got no shooters around them. They Man, do. I was just about to say that. Pat Bell took five threes <laughs> last night. <laughs> nah, nah, yeah, they boy. said three is crazy. 
That boy Pat Bell played 25 minutes, went one for five from three, one, and then finished with three points. Yeah, that was it. That one he made is it. As a starting yeah. guard in the NBA, it's you got a DB. You you gonna see? I ain't gonna. It's my turn. I don't know if you want my turn, Go man. Ahead. The Lakers, man. Last season it was ass. Same old, same old. Nah, man. <laughs> it, it it wasn't pretty, bro. It was not pretty not at all. Bron finished with thirty one, AD finished with twenty seven, Russ finished with nineteen, and then man, the next yeah. highest scoring player came off the bench with with thirteen. That's not like well, like like we saw last night. They can't. They was hitting nothing from deep. Yeah, no. Everybody else had everybody else coming off the bench. Three points, zero points, zero points, zero points, three points, two points, three points. That ain't finna win you no games, bro. At all. And when they when you play a team like Golden State and other teams who shoot threes at the volume they shoot, you either gotta play great defense or you gotta try to match that. And clearly, yeah. and clearly they can't match that. Most and that's no shade to them, because most teams obviously can't match their three-point production. They got two of the best shooters of all time, and Jordan Poole and some other cats off the bench, but it's and like I said, you got to defend if you want to stop them. They put up, what, 120-something? Like, come on, yo. Yeah, they, final score ended up being 123-109. Yeah, you know, you're you not going to win if another team putting up 123 and, and you not hitting. So Yeah, no, not, no shot. But uh, the other game that was on that night was a high score on um, uh, Philly and Boston. They ended up going 126-117. to Yep, yep. Even even uh you Boston. I think Boston obviously going they a contender, obviously. Yeah. Like, you can't say they not. And obviously Jalen Brown, he's emerging as a to me, a perennial a perennial all-star. Like I think if this season is gonna go the way a lot of people think it's gonna go for him, I think we could see him in the all-star game and really be on that all-star level for the next few years to come. Yo, him and Tatum is still in their 20s. Like they are some young dudes. But and, come come on though. You can't you can't expect them to put the team on their back the whole season and be able to get through the playoffs one healthy and not being fatigued and take you to a championship. Or not 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 and not win one at least. Now you right. I, I, I respect that. I I agree with that because one of the teams out west and how deep they are. Yeah, they don't got to rely on two dudes that score thirty plus every night to win. I, just based off those teams I listed, like yeah. those are, I think those teams are like from the west are like good teams that uh, play play well together. And even out the east though, the east got comp and like he was just saying, without being fatigued, I think to me like they could have beat Golden State. They was up, it was tied two two. They could have won. But it's like to me, they went to back-to-back games seven series before that. Yeah, they yeah they did. With the Bucks went to seven, and Tatum and Brown had to had to carry had to carry, and then they got to Miami, went to seven in the Eastern Conference Finals. So it was like to me, I thought they was fatigued going into the finals because they because Golden State had like a whole week and a half to rest. Yeah, um, and like you said, I think that's that's going to be their Achilles heel unless. Um, other step up, but Malcolm Brogdon, he played a great game for his first game out as a point guard off the bench. He could defend, get to the hole. He's not scared of um, 
what's the word? I don't want to say attacking the rim, but he's not as scared of really like taking the pressure off of those other two because he knows what they got to do. Yeah, um, nah, he came in and balled. He played 24 minutes, dropped 16 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, they got, um, I don't want to forget Robert Williams, they big man. He's out right now. Yeah. When he get back. That's another defender. So they'll get more transition looks and all that. But um, like you said, though, like Marcus Smart, Grant Williams, some of those other cats, they got to step up. They don't have to. Yeah. Philly was a good opening night for them, though. But I mean, there's other teams in the East, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, healthy. Um, Miami always going to be there. They got heart. They always going to be a threat. Like, um, hey, Cleveland, I'm, don't sleep on them. They're not a contender. I'm not put down record they they, they, they yeah, are a contender, no, no. but they can challenge you they can we're just talking about that fatigue if they got to play cleveland i wouldn't want to play cleveland in the first round if i was a high seed because with donovan mitchell um and evan mobley jared allen i think they could take a team to seven yeah i feel that and even if you come out of that series winning it's gonna fatigue you and be a load on you because they're young, too. So they're going to be running right up and down the floor all game. That boy James Harden had a game last night. He dropped 35, eight rebounds. He's Nah, he snapped. You right. You right. I Seven like assists. Yeah, nah. He he back in his body. He To me, he never really lost his body. He was injured, hamstring. He was injured, yeah. Yeah, and you know how that, that affects your explosiveness running and all that. And then, you um, know, up there, we had that whole little – Ordeal. We couldn't get our. We couldn't get the three people we need to play between KD, Kyrie, and James Harden <laughs> to play at the same time. So I mean, that wasn't really reflective of what they had potential of doing, man. man. He should still be there. They should be on their way to the third chip or now, man. But I'm gonna I'm gonna be up there this weekend. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to catch my boys uh Friday night for sure for sure. So I'm gonna try to get up there, see that game. I think they playing. They playing Friday. Raptors. Raptors. Yeah. Raptors another team who I don't want to play. The Raptors is young too. They got some young dudes. Like the Raptors, another team in the East who could who gonna cause problems. The M- I'm excited for the NBA season this year, yo. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a good season. A lot of dudes is back healthy who we ain't see last year. Um, yeah. Obviously, not gonna barn any. I mean, it's part of the game, so some might happen this year, but. I just hope a lot of the superstars and most of the players are healthy when playoff time come and all that, not just for their personal benefit and money and just health, but, uh, and then from a fan perspective, obviously, like we just get to see um, like competition all the time, just going at it, the best of the best. No, yeah, I feel that, you know, who I'm right. I want to see the Grizzlies too. Like I'm going to tune in today game when we get off this call, yep, they playing the Knicks tonight, but boy, yep. That's an explosive team, boy. Explosive team. Let them hey, boys get hot. Man. Trouble. You let them get hot. Let them run up and down the floor. Mm-mm. In trouble. You don't want that because you're right. That's, that's a team. I forget if I mentioned them or not. But, yeah, they a threat, obviously, too, out the West. And I just get back to the Lakers. Like, I don't see the Lakers being a lot of the top six, seven teams in the West. It's not going to happen. Seven-game series. Not, not with what they got going on right now. That ain't, that yeah. ain't the solution. At all. And obviously it's early. They played the defend world chance. But I ain't gonna sit here and say they season over, but yeah, it's just it's the same story after one game from last year. You could say it was just an off night from shooting deep, which Bron not gonna shoot that bad from deep again. AD will probably have a couple good nights and some other folks, but consistently I don't see them 
a lot of their role players consistently hitting two or three threes a night on a consistent basis. So, and that's not going to get you a championship. Man, speaking of them boys, you was just talking about the Pelicans playing the Nets right now, and they up 18 at the start of the second. Pelicans up or the Nets? The Pelicans up. Man, yo, they deep. CJ, Zion. Yeah. Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram, yeah. That's, that's, what, that's two and a half, that's two All-Stars at least. Two out of three of them are going to be All-Star this year to me. And if C.J. McCone really wanted to, but guards, there's just so many guards in the league, I think C.J. McCone could make an All-Star team too, but we'll see. Um, I see the problem right here. It's only three people that let's go. Katie, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons only – I think they, they I, I saw one of their preseason. I think they, um, they role players are going to come through eventually. And I think Ben Simmons will get more comfortable. Yeah. That's another team, though. Like, I don't see them. They're not going to dominate the whole season, but they'll stay in the mix. And yeah. Then they'll time stay come, relevant. Yeah. And then when playoff time comes, we'll see what they all really about. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a long, exciting season. We're going to see. We're going to see. Yeah, no, we definitely going to see how it play out, man. Excited for that. Speaking of another long, exciting season, this NFL season has been a crazy one. It ain't been one like this in a minute, if you ask me. Like, the energy, even just, like, the energy around (laughs) playing this season has just been so different. You can feel it, man. Mm -hmm. I see your boys, hey, the boys in blue balling, ain't they? Five and one. Five and one. Man, y'all can hate. I mean – (laughs) <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say we a title Take contender Take your top. <laughs> could be six games in, but at the end of the day, it's like, I mean, we five and one, we beat Green Bay and Baltimore and that's two MVPs yeah. or two quarterbacks who won MVPs. Um, I've been saying this since like, I don't want to say like two seasons ago that our defense was on the way and yeah. our defense is coming and our defense right now, is our run defense is okay, but yo, our pass defense, we're it's a bender, but don't break. But yo, our defense balling, like holding, holding Lamar and Aaron Rodgers and checking the second half of the game, like that's not easy, yo. And they and they balling, I think. Obviously, like I said, like they coach, they coach got a good culture right now. I and, love how you bought up Baltimore, bro, because the Ravens <laughs> are a three and three team right now, man. but they could arguably be a six and O team if you look at the games easy. they played. Um, they haven't been losing by much. They've lost to the Bills. That was a three-point game. They lost to the Giants, Mm four-point game. They lost to the Dolphins, four-point game. Mm -hmm. So it ain't like they trash. And a lot of people see that three and three break and it's like, oh, they can't win a game. But, bro, these are games that they are barely losing. Mm -hmm. Like, they should be in position to – they in position to have been a 6-0 team. And they still in a good spot to finish the season off, like and make some noise for real, bro. No, you're right, and I'll and I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. If they played their three losses again, I'll say they go two and one, and the only team they lose to is Buffalo. Yeah. And based on the last score, they could beat Buffalo. But yeah, for real. Like, and I'm a Giants fan, and I'm like, yo, we was down. I think it was like six minutes or something left, and Daniel Jones threw a pick. I'm thinking it's over or no, it ain't even happened yet. 
he threw a pick even with less time than that. And they were, and Baltimore was up, but they had the PI, Marcus Peters. And I was like, and I thought the game was going to be over because we threw the pick. But it's just, you know, that, that late stuff. And then Lamar threw a pick also off his mm-hmm. back foot. But, yeah, there was no way. That's a lot of, like, time management experience. That's just end-of-the-game scenario stuff that you just got to have locked in, which is, as two former players, like, we know it's easier said than done. Like, yeah. when you're really in the midst of it. Um, but like you said, I mean, they could easily be 6-0, and and, I, and they could have beat the Giants with ease. They were supposed to beat the Dolphins healthy. I think mm-hmm. even with even if Tua came back, I think if they rematched, I think Baltimore would win. They was up. I think I don't think they defense can play that bad in a half again because they played so bad. You feel yeah. me? And I mean, looking at their schedule, they they got they got the potential to go on a little stretch of wins right here. So they got the Browns coming up this weekend, and they got the rate. Uh, they got the Browns, they got the Bucks, they got the Saints, the Panthers, and Jaguars. So All winnable. Yeah. So oh, I mean, they got a chance to really put some wins on their record, man. So speaking of wins, ain't nobody touching them boys in Philly, man. <laughs> not them right boys now. balling, but not right now. They not. I gotta see when they lose and how they lose. <laughs> like yeah, and I'm not even. And if they end up losing on the last second field goal to somebody, I'm just gonna be like, all right, they still the best team, like. Well, that's the thing. They, they, how many close games they had to where it's been like a field goal game? Like two, maybe. I know they yeah. had the Arizona beginning. It was, uh, yeah, Arizona. That was a field goal, and then the Eagles and Lions at the beginning of the season. Lions, yeah, that was a and, three point game. Mm-hmm. And honestly, go off that. I don't think if they played again, I don't think the Eagles' defense will play that bad after what I've seen. Man, even even though even though Detroit's offense is pretty good this year i'm gonna give it to him i don't think the eagles after what i've seen the eagles defense the last what three four five games you know i don't see them letting up high 30 points again they defense. they got two number one corners their front seven is mean pass rushing it's they just got a lot they got a lot of good pieces right now and they offense like you already stay offense man got, got weapons yo they, they hitting on offense right now boy that boy Jalen hurts been in his bag in his bag efficient calm cool collected uh and it's and a he, huge difference you can see from his play style from what he had going on last year and mm-hmm. this season it's 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 great to see man for real yeah he's 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 a player you gonna tell Yo, children about where it's like every single year I watch this dude play football, he's improved he every better, year. Better, he got better. better at something. Like when you talk, like you, you said it earlier, you, you were talking about just getting 1% better. Yeah. And if y'all don't know, that's kind of, well, everyone knows, but it's like a motto that a lot of us say, but he really embody that. Like he really get better every chance he get. And you see it, like he's one person you can really look at, like, yo, I've really seen him get better year after year. And you can't tell me nothing otherwise. And man, looking at their schedule, boy, if they stay healthy, it's <laughs> it's mean. man. They got this. They got the Steelers coming up, the Texans, the Commanders, the Colts, Packers, Titans, Giants, Bears, Cowboys, Saints, and then they play the Giants again. It ain't too many teams in there that I just named that's posing a threat for them. If I'm being mm. real, not 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 the team that I've been seeing playing week after week so far. Mm-mm. They gonna have obviously. I think the Giants and Cowboys will naturally just like how we just saw. They'll naturally be close games because they rivalries. Yeah, but like you said, like they already want to know against 
Dallas, like if they only lose maybe two division games, if that, but the way they looking, they might not lose any. <laughs> if I that. mean, that's still good. But I mean, like, like you said, I mean, the NFC is obviously the weaker division, and I think they're gonna run away with it after so far. Yeah, you know, it's early. I just don't see nobody. The teams we thought were gonna be good, they're not clicking right now. Yeah, for me, I feel like coming out the AFC, you're gonna see your Bills come out, and the NFC, you're gonna see your your Eagles come out. And the way the Eagles playing, like if they can maintain this, I can see them winning the Super Bowl with the team they got right now. Yeah, no, I I can too, and. I would say a sleeper out of the NFC is the Vikings, but Philly smacked them. Uh, yeah. So it's like, I don't know how to feel about them. And you need a quarterback to win. Yeah, and I was Kirk Cousins, say that's the problem. Kirk, put him in He's there. not terrible, but he's Kirk Cousins. He's a very mediocre average quarterback who will get you to the playoffs, but won't get you through the playoffs. Yeah. So – that's where I stand, like you said. That's where I stand with the NFC. The AFC, yeah, I got the Bills too, and they deep. They got, they got more than one team, so it's like I can't even really put it right now. Um, who else? But like, like other than that, it's really the Eagles coming out. Man, that just reminded me. I don't know how I went right past that. The Ravens didn't pick that boy up, man. Oh yeah, DJ. <laughs> What do you say? He put the Ferrari in the shop for a little bit. <laughs> Ran out on Sunday, balling. Nah, I, I got, I got mixed emotions with DJ. I'm, a, I'm a Giants fan, so I can't like DJ from that perspective, <laughs> especially the miracle at the Meadowlands and all that. But I mean, he from he played with Philly when I was growing up, so it's I always got love him. He always he a great he a great player to me. Yo, he make plays. He a playmaker, like. He can run yeah, routes. Oh, he fast. Sure. Yeah. I seen a podcast. He was like, just he was just breaking down everything and what he learned throughout his ways. And he just really loved the grind, yo. He liked ball. And I think obviously he not he older now. Like he not gonna do what he did back in the day. But I think Lamar needs as many targets as he could get. And I think D Jack is he had a good another option. And like like just talking about that Lamar stuff, he doing a lot of this without a true number one. Yeah. Like, a lot of these other good quarterbacks, MVP quarterbacks, they got top five receivers in the league, and he running with Devin Duvernay, who not bad, but he's not a number one. He's not a true number one. You got um, Rashad Bateman. Like his highest, um, he he throw to Mark Andrews the most. His tight end. So it's like when it, when you look at it that way, it's like okay, he not even throwing to a true number one. He's still doing what he doing, and you can see why it's hard sometimes or why he missing some passes and blah 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 but yeah you know how it is speaking of pickups you see uh carolina sent robbie anderson to arizona arizona i just gave uh another another weapon but i mean first of all did you see the whole little situation that happened on sunday that ultimately led to getting him up out of carolina yeah he pulled an ab yeah, like, <laughs> come on, dog. Nah, yeah, he was – that's the thing about the league, yo. It's grown man versus grown man. If you're yeah. a coach or you a player or you staff, like, it's grown man, grown man. Um, But, yeah, he was definitely wrong. It could have been on purpose. Possibly. Maybe, maybe I don't not. blame the I mean, damn Panthers, yeah. what, one and five? One and five, and the quarterbacks on your depth chart are all below average. Like, and he – 
and he he in his prime right now. We're not gonna play Robbie Anderson. Yeah. When he was in um New York, even though he had Sam Darnold, he was putting up numbers. And him with Baker, his frustration is probably through the roof. Yeah. Like, I'm not you don't want to sit there and waste your career, bro. On a possibility time. that yeah. okay, this guy might get it together. And that's and that's money. That's yeah. Like, I'm not even trying to be on no greedy greedy stuff, but it's like Yo, this is their livelihood. And like he real life, like they real life getting incentives for this stuff and for their production. Like it's not just like they got some base salary and that's it. Yeah. He real life ain't yo. If he get a certain amount of catches of yards, like he can't that boy get paid. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's other stuff. And you know how they be, they got provide for back of the crib and other stuff. Um, yeah, but I think especially with D Hop coming back this week, two off of suspension. Um it's going to take a lot of pressure off D-Hop and just both of them because they both number one receivers for real. Um, and I just think him paired with D-Hop, I think it can go good, but, like, it all comes down to Kyler. Kyler is inconsistent. It's, we can say that at this point. Yeah. Um, he's an above-average quarterback, but he's still inconsistent at times. That could, That's his flaw. But I think it's a good pickup. Um, we'll see what they do, but – we were just talking about it. I mean, I think they're they're underperforming in the AFC too, or the mm-hmm. NFC. Those like like them, the Rams and the Bucks and Green Bay. I would say those are my four teams in the NFC who's supposed to be contenders. Who not? And they ain't even performing contending. like you think they would. Not all all like five hundred or below, or Tampa's barely above five hundred with like bad wins. So it's like they just don't look good. Yeah, no. Nah, Cardinals are really looking at their schedule. It could go either way for them, boy. Man, can it? And they, yeah, yeah. And I don't, the way the Seahawks move in their division, they might not even win their division. Right, they yeah. got the 49ers out there, too. They not better than the Niners, either. They, they, yeah, the Cardinals got a, uh, they're going to have to tighten up. But uh, as NFL season, is exciting man let's run it back yo <laughs> get into um, it there. <laughs> them boys at rocky top yeah, i knew it was crazy up there them boys <laughs> they took the, they done, them boys took the gold pose down <laughs> man nah that's a great win for them though yo i mean but, we but we've been talking about this since week one we like we were sitting there together talking about uh mm-hmm. they played what was it the pit game pit? Yeah, they, like they've been balling the since then. Like they haven't taken mm-hmm. their foot off the gas since then. Yes. Yep. Before this game, like we talked about, I say, look, it can go either way, but some telling me Tennessee take this game by at one or two, one or two possessions, and that's what it came down to. Yep. And they almost, <laughs> I'm not gonna say they almost folded. Just Bryce Young was just doing Bryce Young stuff, and Bryce Young, yeah, almost, you know, Bryce Young almost single handedly really brought him back. But man, Hendon Hooker, what he got one interception on the season, 15 touchdowns, his QBR through the roof, Heisman uh contender. Like Hendon Hooker is playing at different levels right now. Then you got uh <clears throat> with a Jalen Hyatt, the receiver, who had a crazy game. Um, man, did he unguardable. So it's just like, man, I'm I'm proud of Vol Nation. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Even though you're a Bama fan, huh? <laughs> I ain't a Bama fan. Don't <laughs> put that on record. 
No, I had a crazy game. Six receptions, 207 yards for five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. Unguardable. Stop playing. Unguardable. And to me, and Tennessee got a hard schedule, yo. I ain't, they, they do. Got, they playing the thick of the thick of the SEC. Um, and they, like, no other team in SEC playing, I don't think, at least in no other contender, is playing Georgia and Bama. So, and they already beat one of them. And My I think that's – Pitt and played Florida, LSU, oh. Bama, and then they still got uh, they still got Georgia in what two or three weeks? Oh, they yeah. got Kentucky next weekend. Kentucky, that's another then Georgia. Ranked team. So so far, they've already beat Pitt, who was ranked. Yeah, Florida, Florida, who was ranked at the time. Yep. I'm gonna say LSU, even though they was 25, and they kind of maybe didn't deserve it, but LSU was ranked at 25, I think, at the time. And then and, uh, uh, number three, Bama. Bama. Yep. And now they're going to have a chance to – Kentucky should be ranked when they play them. Should be. And then – 19 and, now. That it might yeah. Change. Depending if they win or not. But then they got to play um, Georgia too. Like, they schedule stiff. And they coming out. They dominating teams. You know? No, they balling though. It's not like they putting up Rudy Poo numbers. Like – At all. You, you got to score with them boys to have a shot in that game. Like even yeah. this past game, the Alabama game, 52-49. Like, yeah, like Bryce Young had to like they they couldn't win if they wasn't scoring. And I'll say the only thing that not scares me, but will be their downfall if they don't be as successful as we think they will be the rest of the season, will be their defensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll be the reason they don't make it all the way to the top or the playoff or the championship game. In some way, their defense will probably fold. But man, that offense doesn't explode. That offense, if you if you can't put up 30, 35 plus, you're not winning against Tennessee. Oh, no, no I, shot. They lowest game this that. season was 34. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, right there, nah. you are so you're not winning. You better come, you better be ready to defend the play action, defend the deep balls. And Hennon Hooker is yo, he is tremendously accurate. If you like not just his deep ball, but his like intermediate passes across the middle, if a lot of people are not thinking. Man, the money. if you look at that game and you also and you saw so you saw the five touchdown passes, all yeah. accurate, all accurate. But if you saw that last drive where it was tied and they could have easily just took it to OT, yo, he made two ridiculous passes across the middle that were dots. Like, I'm not just saying on no, like they was just some throws and some rack. Like, yo, he threw some dots into some tight coverage that got the kicker in the field goal position for them to win that. And that's that, and again, that's what that's a Heisman moment, Heisman quarterback moment. Like we talk about the CJ Strouds, the Bryce Youngs of the world. But yo, Henry Hooker in that conversation. Hey, hey, you better put some respect on that way. You better. <laughs> no, but you know, I got to tune in. They coming to play the boys, though. <laughs> UGA. No, I, I got to go see that. Got to go see that. So, I think, I mean. yeah, no, nah, I feel you with that. The thing is, UGA got them tight ends, and I don't know how yeah. Tennessee going to handle them tight ends, yo. Brock yeah. Bowers, um, other boy, um, he like 6'7", 2", 6'6". Yo, they <clears> all <throat> big, and you got to guard them, and they fast. Love to see it, though, man. The SEC is balling out this year, man. You man, still got an undefeated Ole Miss team, too. Yeah, I ain't going to sleep on them. Well, Bama going to beat them, but I ain't going to – I'm not gonna disrespect them. They doing their stuff. Lane Kiffin doing a good job down there. Yeah, I ain't gonna disrespect them. Nah, the SEC Mississippi State ranked, I think. 
Mississippi State is still Mississippi State good. They just in the thick. They gotta they play everybody too. That's why mm-hmm. SC tough. You gotta play too many like powerhouses. Like you play powerhouses every other week, every week. So it, it get hard out there. Fatigue, just like we we're talking about with the Celtics. It's the same thing. Just that fatigue, yeah. Yeah, man. And then boys at Ohio State, they balling. Hard, hard, hard to bet against them right there. They is. They they offense potent too. <laughs> Only team that I don't like in the top five right now is Clemson. I think they frauds, bro. Why? I think they fraud, they fraud, they fraud. We're gonna see though, man. Cause it, the crazy thing is though, they, they still winning. And I can't take that from them. You're and right. they 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 playing decent teams, but even when they play a good team like Wake, they went out there and put up 51 points to win. They played a ranked uh uh NC State, NC State, State. yeah, put up 30, one by 10. They played I, a decent Florida State team, won that. So I mean, I honestly would like to see how it goes this weekend coming up when they play Syracuse, though, because Syracuse has been good. on my radar for a little bit. I don't know if everybody else peeping, but I think Syracuse can can pull a little upset there. Syracuse no. coming in at fourteen, no. so we're gonna see. Mm-hmm. And they coach was it Dino Barbers at Syracuse? He he's beaten Clemson before. Yeah, and he's on. He hasn't been there for too long. Um, so I think it's definitely a trap game. You tell me. I mean, they ranked yeah. Syracuse, so I don't know if it's a. I think trap. a lot of people gonna look past it though. It's like, oh, it's a yeah, you right. Syracuse, first of all, and then basketball <laughs> school, yeah, yeah. It, then they coming in at fourteen, trying to play a team that's top five and undefeated. But I mean, hey, it can happen. I, I think it can because like Syracuse undefeated too. Yeah, and they both in the ACC. Exactly. I, I think it comes down to. Well, I think it also, I know the committee's hoping for Syracuse to win too, because I know that'll help them out. Yeah. Because if Clemson lose one, they they good. They don't yeah. even have to worry about Clemson for the rest of the year. So then that just limit they pull, especially with all this SEC madness going on because there's so many good SEC teams right now. Yeah. Um now nah, you're right. I mean, Clemson, I think that's a team, like you said, they fraud. But you gotta just give them the spot because of their record, and it's they a team where it's like, all right, you just gonna have to keep showing me until the playoff come. Pretty much, yeah. Like I'm not, team. and I'm not holding. I know it's biased because it's biased, but it's a natural fact. Like the ACC, I can't compare y'all comp to SEC comp all the time. I'm not saying I'm not saying they don't play good teams because they all college football athletes, power five, and all that. But there's an inherent difference. There's, the SEC is deeper than the ACC, and overall, there's better teams. So yeah, uh, it's hard to compare, and I can't really just give them that over Tennessee, Georgia, Bama. Uh, they could probably beat Ole Miss, but I don't think I, – I, I think that's a very close game. I yeah. Think Ole Miss-Clemson, I think that's a close game. So it's like I don't even – are they even top three in the SEC? Probably not. So it's – No, no shot. Yeah, so it's like, who knows? Another um, game to look forward to this weekend. You got a, your nine seed playing your 10 with UCLA and Oregon. Man, let's talk about Oregon, though. How they how they was at six, got bounced. Man. Where they get bounced to? Like They was down there. Down there, like 20-something, I think, at a point. Um, And they back. 
Top 10. Top 10. Top 10. I mean. But, I mean, a lot of people like to say, are they playing anybody? But, I mean, I sat there and watched when they played a, a pretty good Washington State team and scored 21 points in three minutes. However, yep. they made yep. that happen. Yep. Yep. But, I mean, they played a, a 12 seed uh, BYU. Yep. You, you got to give it to them. Because, okay, even if they're not playing nobody, which, I mean, personally, I feel the like they play nobody. Yeah, either. it's the Pac-12. They put numbers up when they do play. So they didn't put mm-hmm. up 70. They didn't put up 41 to 20, 44 to 41, 45-27, 49-22. So mm-hmm. they putting the numbers up. The only loss they got is to Georgia, Who's which is brutal. One two. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of the game is they winning. So yeah. we're going to see how they ball out, man. I'm excited to see because UCLA, be a good game. UCLA, they whatever well, ABC putting their shit on, they <laughs> playing, boy. Nah, yeah. Um, DTR, Dorian Thompson Robinson for UCLA yeah. the QB, he balling. He he's showing people that it's like he's playing. I don't want to say with a chip, but he's playing like where he's like, oh, this is my team, like we here now type of thing. Because UCLA undefeated too, and they didn't play. They played a, a number fifteen Washington. Mm-hmm. And they played uh, uh number eleven Utah. Yep, and Utah compete with really everybody in the Pac twelve. Yeah, but they just beat USC last week. Yep, we can go right, <laughs> man. man. <laughs> USC, I think we're not okay. They got players. We're not gonna sit here and say they don't. They transfer you. <laughs> they got they got players. And USC is a good scoring team. But like we were saying, it's the Pac-12. And to really, I'm not going to say to be taken serious, but for, I guess as a fan or as someone who's analyzing the game, you got to be able to, you got to try to compare or take what they're doing in their conference and their wins and try to like match it up with everybody else. And that one loss like, one, I'm not impressed with their defense this season. I think they played a lot of tough games or uh, close games. Um, Utah's a good team, so they ain't no slack. But, again, they was ranked, what, six, five? So, it's like, Something like that, they expected yeah. to win at the end of the day. And uh, Caleb Williams is balling. Jordan Addison, they all balling. But it's like, is that going to be enough to compete? And on your defense, do you got dogs who's ready? To compete um, with the Georges of the world. The that's what I'm saying, bro. Come play all the time. They they don't need to be there. It's going to be embarrassing if they let oh, them yeah, boys exactly. play. Ohio State's of the world. The, I even think the way Michigan playing, the Michigan will roll USC. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't see – I don't see USC stopping Michigan's run game. And Michigan's run game is ridiculous right now. And at the same time, USC can score, but – I think Michigan's defense is what is pretty good right now. Um, but that's even them, that's another team where I'm just I gotta see. And then once you once they play Ohio State and all that, um, but Michigan look good. Um, they they look solid this year. No, for sure. I mean, it's it's gonna be exciting to watch, man. It's been crazy. I know we sit here and talk football all weekend when <laughs> Saturdays come. So I mean, I'm excited. It's gonna be a lot going on. Super excited for this weekend and the weekends coming up because it's so many games coming up, dog. And so, you know how we get. We on it. For everybody out there, y'all keep up with them. We're going to start yes, putting sir. a little something else up on the social media so y'all can interact with us, too, a little bit. Y'all tell us what y'all thinking about these games, too. 
But uh yeah, yeah man, we finna we finna get up out of here, man. So y'all, y'all stay positive. Always Keep moving. And as always, keep your mentals right. Reach out to your loved ones, reach out to your families. Uh and just keep trying to be successful, y'all. Just keep doing y'all. Okay, because we finna keep doing that. Y'all know the deal, man. Stay in tune.